walk on soul food. I don't know who could walk a mile in my own shoes. No, what, but I was told to avoid shit that does not involve you. Stay my ex just takes my back and said you turn to the old you. Oh, my God. oh well, I'll see you when we go hell. <laughs> Fell in love with the cork smell. Now there's nothing we don't rest. Backing up in a hotel. I know these digits so well. Yeah, my best friend. And all this time I hear, man, I've never met a dish. No, she does not smell. That's real. One of them. Not fucking one of them. It's like, man, I got me feeling like John from Wick out here or some shit. Sat minding my own business. It's like, man, come and kill my dog or something. Must have shown me what time it is now. <laughs> man, oh, come on, plug your plug. For real. Teddy also went to Bush for school. Everybody in there now knows what I does. For real. Come and find me in your plugs and don't be me. <laughs> I got the blower blowing up. Hello. I'm trying to beg a charger in the plug. Yo, can I use your charger, please? Me, I wear my darkers in the club. In the Mr. Mecca, this yard smell of smoke. Good guy. Man, are bad. Are you mad? Are you mad? Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Yo, where they at? Go and cause a problem where they trap. Go where they chill. Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Yo, let me tell her what's going on, though. Man, a murder in the trap. For real. Nitty's putting Tina Turner in the ash. <laughs> Anywhere we there, turn it to a trap. Turn it to a trap. Worker in the front, burner in the back. <laughs> If I think your baby mother's bad, then what I'll hit the DMs and I'll turn her to a stash. I'll turn a person to a stash. I'm just trying to turn a purple to a bite. You understand, man? Trying to double up, triple up, triple up. For when it's time to have to go and dig it up. Go get that, cuz. It's time to show you what these digits does. You know? Been a minute since I seen a nigga. Give up, oh, you can't sit with us. No, check my steeds, don't make me go and pick some fish. Give up, baby, what you doing? 220 horses make them giddy up. Really, cause we off the city up. City up. Come on, I'm bad. Are you mad? Are you mad? Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Yo, where they at? Cause uh, go and cause a problem where they trap. Go where they chill. Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Yo, where they at? Cause come on, I'm bad. Are you mad? Are you mad? Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Go check that snap. Check. Go and cause a problem where they trap. Go where they kick. Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Where them. Trap playing old fifth You need what? Just give me a minute. Give me a minute, cuz. Yo, they go get the digits. Teddy's active, cuz. Music what a loose batch. I don't mean to be dramatic, but I seen a Johnny's low image on a mattress, cuz. Oh gosh, oh gosh. Type of yeah, that'll make your jaw lock. Type of debts that'll take your door up. Boom, but hello is on us. Hello. Oh gosh, everybody's rocked up. Woo. Relax, everybody chill. everybody chill. I don't wanna hurt nobody, but my homie will. My homie okay, will. okay. Cool. Not enough for spill. Not enough for Just spill. do as he says. What? I beg you, keep it real. Go and get the in. Oh. Oh. 
I don't need help, I just need someone to feed it. Believers were out here killing it. Killing south of the city on some gorilla shit. Doing what we gotta do. But it's not just me, I gotta you. Doing what the us do. Got the type of twist to make your body move. Nah, I didn't think you were. I didn't, you know. My home is coming with some snuggle. I'm gonna rack up. Imagine that, imagine that, babe. <laughs> go get that. <laughs> nah, wait, go get the pack. <laughs> get the real, go and get the bike. Everybody knows where we're at. Where we're at, cause, cause we're active, cause. I'ma show you what this trap shit I'ma show you what this trap shit does. The DJ's active, blood. The DJ's, and we will show you what this magic does. Are you done? Are you done? TV oh, no. and he'll be in your crib on some TV shit. Hello, 
talking about gimme, gimme this. Gimme two litre turbo sky in a bit. <laughs> so I might work for work when I'm poor. When I'm poor. There's a love you can sit with at yours. That wasn't me in Meadow Hall. You are. Don't believe your friends, they just wanna talk. <laughs> Cause I might work for work when I'm poor. Four, four louder than a new Porsche. Rhymes here, beef never gets paused. No pause. There's a love you can sit with at yours. Cause I might work for when I'm poor. When I work. Yes, I might work for when I'm poor. <laughs> Turning up in four by four. Pine louder than a new Porsche. <laughs> Warning, swearing may be used on this stream cause we're grown. If you are easily offended, tighten up. Content provided on this stream is intended for entertainment purposes only. It should not be construed as legal or medical advice, and should not be relied upon or acted upon without retaining proper counsel. No copyright infringement and no commercial benefits intended. All copyright belongs to rightful owners. With that mouthful being said, buckle up. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this evening's show of Foot Culture. Um, I am the host, Tanya Vital. I am a Bradfordian actor, writer, digital content producer, um, you name it, I've done it. Um, and this is Foot Culture. Foot Culture is a digital arts platform that empowers BAME and other underrepresented artists from the West Yorkshire region and the Yorkshire region, I guess, um, to share their artistry without the traditional barriers. Um, it's a very pared down show this evening. Um, not that that's a bad show. It's still a good show. It's just very pared down. Um, it's been a rough week. I uh, attended my very first virtual funeral this week. Um, via Zoom, or well, a, a, a special Zoom, um, which was interesting, nice, nice service, but interesting. Um, when I'm not acting, I um, teach um, at a school for children with special educational needs. And one of my students sadly passed away this week. So, you know, not been a nice week, but the show must go on. And we've got a great show and we've got some really good artists to show to you this evening. Um but it's a little bit of a different theme. We've got we've got a, a comic artist. Oh, is that right? How do you say it? Not a comic artist. He's not a comedian. He's um, illustrated and made a comic. <laughs> we've got um, a musician from Leeds. We've got RJC. Hey, hey, hey. And we've got um, my friend Dali, who is working with uh, young people in the community and a filmmaker. So, firstly, our first artist is... A Bradfordian by the name of Mudge Shah. Hope I'm not um, destroying his name. Mudge Shah. Um, he has basically moved around a lot as a child. Um, he went to the National Youth Theatre. So is an NYT brother. Stand up NYT. Um, before we go on, actually, if anybody or any young people are wondering how to get into the acting industry, the NYT is an amazing place to start. Um we, I went to college in Huddersfield, one of the best acting colleges in the region at the time. 
and we had a really excellent teacher Friday if you're watching hi I love you um, and she basically forced us all in our year to go to audition for the NYT a lot of us um, got in a lot of us went to the the summer school and um, the NYT is basically how I got my career I did two films with the NYT um, and while I was doing those films I auditioned for the BBC and got into Kaching so you know a lot of people have, have have come through the MIT it's a good place to start okay so carrying on with Mudge um he won a scholarship and went to train at the British American Drama Academy over in uh, yeah America I guess where he played Caesar in William Shakespeare um you might have seen him in um Hustle on the BBC Bonded by Blood Shake Alley in uh oh sorry shake alley alongside bob hoskins no less um he's done the usuals casualty citizen khan hold tight adil um a bbc comedy coconut which i've not seen but i've heard a lot about um he basically wrote this comic called Mag it's either magrib or margrib somebody's going to tell me after this um sadly much couldn't be with us tonight um a lot of muslim people are fasting it's ramadan um mudge wasn't up to being interviewed which i completely understand you know you've gone without food and water all day the last thing you want is to be trying to be tip top for a live a live interview um but he sent us all this stuff bless him so if you're watching mudge hope we're doing it justice um so yeah he wrote a, gra a graphic novel a graphic novel a graphic no novel magrib it's about a muslim superhero which was created as a counter-narrative to the negative portrayal of Muslims within the media. Um, and I've got a little bit of information. I'm just going to read about this superhero. Um, after Asim Akbar is left for dead, that's when his life begins to change, saved by a secret organisation known as Jinn. Not that kind of Jinn. Jinn. Asim must carry the mantle of, of Maghrib, the first to do so in over 700 years. He must continue to do good at night in order to survive through the day, sharing a huge power that has corrupted all that have come before him. So Mudge says he initially created this comic for his nephews and nieces after growing tired of auditioning for bad guys and terrorists. I hear you. I don't get bad guys and terrorists, but I get um, paramedics, cleaners, hospital porters, you know, the usual. I became startly aware of the noticeable lack of positive Muslim characters within the media and the negative ways they are often depicted. I decided to create a counter-narrative in the form of a superhero who just happens to be Muslim. Not hard. I'm a firm believer in labelling theory where in the media associating terms such as terror or terrorist with acts of violence carried out by people of a certain faith can be detrimental to our society, creating isolation and further perpetuating the problem. Maghrib, Maghrib, was created to produce, uh, promote diversity in turn, and in turn empathy towards people of colour among young children. Within children's literature, there are currently more characters who are, who are, who are talking animals than there are people of colour. Interesting. Um, representation is essential in children's formative years and this is my contribution. Now, I'm going to... This is not mockingly, but I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of a narration 
to some of the stuff that's happening because I really want to narrate this comic. So I'm going to speak to Mudge and I'm going to speak to Evril, the voiceover artist, and a couple of other people. And I'm going to take some time and try and really like narrate the, the, the novel and, and try and make it into a, a, a mini film. But I'm just going to show you a little bit of it now. So bear with. Here is Mudge. <laughs> staging me which is probably for the best because I wasn't doing a terribly good job so I'll leave you to the comic
that off start again um that is mudge and his wonderful comic margrib magrib um as i say he's fasting so it's been tricky for him um but we will get him on um you can find him on twitter at mudge underscore shah or at instagram mudge shah um you can donate to him at our paypal at paypal.me forward slash thoughts culture wy um yes and and much if you listen let's let's narrate this thing and create um a, a short film i really really want to want to narrate it and you know we've got nothing but time brother nothing but time okay so that's much our next artist oh i'm dead excited for this our next artist is um a leeds musician um goes by the name of natantu um, he is a UK singer, rap artist, a songwriter and producer whose sound is a fusion of Afro soul, uh, rap, R&B. Um, in 2018, his local hit Love and oh, Love and Leave You gave Natantu his first real introduction to the music industry. He's opened up for the likes of Wretch 32. Wretch 32, that's such an old person way of saying that. Wretch 32, uh, I'm, I'm older than I look. Um, Wiley, Lethal Bizzle, Young Team, Bugsy, Nadia Rose, who he um, really rates, by the way. Um, the Tantu has also supported DJ Danny T from Leeds. Hold tight, DJ Danny T. And two sold-out shows at Leeds, uh, Leeds O2 Academy. Um, he is the voice and face of the bid that is... Now, I'm going to hold that there because he reveals this in the interview. So, without further ado, here is Natantu. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody in between, we are delighted to um, introduce our new guest. Our new guest is musical artist based in Leeds, Natantu. Natantu, what's up? Yo, what's going on, man? Thank, thank you, you for so having me. No, thank you so much for joining us. We're really, really excited to show your work. Um, let's get into it. Tell us a bit about your background, your creative history. Um, so, um, I'm a musician, uh, an artist, uh, but. I've start, I basically jumped in and out, or I've been jumping in and out of different mediums like film, uh, in terms of film, like acting, directing, producing music videos, producing short films, writing short films, um, 
and then actual producing video content for other people as well. Um, so I just I jumped back and forth between that and music really. So yeah, that's that's my background. I started out oof, a long time ago when I was when I was like thirteen. I started sort of writing my first songs. Wow. Um, I only really started taking the music serious. I'd say probably like three years ago, two thousand seventeen. Trying to like make a career out of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I've been I've been at this for a while. So yeah. Um. I'm going to show a very short clip of um, one of your tracks, Water, now, because the video is sick. It's beautiful scenes. We all need a bit of kind of, you know, spirit lifting at the minute. So yeah, I'm going yeah. to show a clip of Water here. produce the video yourself or did you get um crew or so we basically had a, a situation where i had to try and make the video on the smallest budget possible because of certain things that were going on so i literally i took my own camera i found someone on the island that we filmed it on in, in zanti right um who who basically is a videographer and i paid him literally just to film this the scenes and I was directing whilst he was sort of filming it, that kind of thing. And then my boy, who I was on tour with, Danny T, DJ Danny T, I don't know if you... Hold tight, DJ Danny T? Yeah, yeah. So he, he actually was responsible for location scouting. So he found all those spots that we filmed in, that kind of thing. So right. he gets a, a little producer credit on that. Um, yeah, the production values are crazy on that. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I, we try to keep it as simple as possible just because the only thing that I could really do to make it sort of stand out was get really good sort of picture quality and um and good performances in the takes that kind of thing so it, it took it took a while to get from from location to location right uh, even it, it being on a small island one location was like an hour and a half away from the other so we'd, we'd, we'd shoot it in like one day two scenes and you know what i mean so yeah, we'd yeah. have to just keep jumping back and forth as, as fast as we could um but yeah, we, we got all the shots done. We try again, try to keep it as simple as possible. Um, I would have, I would have loved to, in hindsight, done a few more sort of stuff with with like uh, like people who were in the video, uh, yeah. little scenes and stuff. But like uh, in the end, I was happy with the result that we came up with. So I can't. Really that's the thing about filmmaking. You never kind of, it's never finished. I think, I think that's something that that people learn very quickly yeah, yeah. A, pro a project is never finished you could always just add that little bit but no yeah. it, the production values are crazy i love the video the grading yeah. i'm such a like 
I'm a cinephile and, and I look out for things like grading and like yeah, what the DOP's yeah, yeah. done. And I just love the, yeah, loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pixel peeper as well. Uh, I can't. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I see things that aren't right. I was, I was like, ah, oh, it just, just gets to me. But yeah, nah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Um, so <laughs> tell us um, some of the projects that you've worked on that you're most proud of. I know you've worked with Grime Daily. And if, if there is a message, what kind of message do you hope your work conveys? So um, I, I, I'm just trying to think where I begin um, in terms of stuff that I've worked on I don't think many people know this actually the one one of the things that I'm most proud of is um, working with Lead City Council in Channel 4 right um, basically we started a campaign for European capital of culture yes we did that like 2017 and then um, the plug got pulled when um, Brexit yeah. sort of uh, sort of happened and then after that basically the city was still sort of pushing to sort of this campaign of uh, European capital of culture regardless and then um, we were trying to basically the, the council were trying to get Channel 4 to to sort of move their headquarters to, to Leeds to, right. to the region and I was responsible for our sort of like help to help facilitate all of that happening we did a video, a promo video uh, for it, which was sort of an internal video, uh, an ad adaptation of the first um, uh, video promo that I was involved in with um, the, the Capital of Culture. Yeah. Uh, and that ended up being the sort of the, the catalyst to persuade Channel 4 to sort That's of crazy. decide to move to Leeds. So I'm That's I'm crazy. So Channel Four are in Leeds because of you basically, right? <laughs> <laughs> not not all me, but yeah, I, I'd like to say I I, I played yeah, a I played a part in helping that sort of situation. So yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's one thing that a lot of people don't really know. Um so obviously I met all sort of the the sort of top dogs on the board or all on the board and that kind of thing and know them by name. But yeah, I'm just just to, to be involved in something like that for a city as big as Leeds, yeah. it's it's something that I'm I'm quite proud of actually. So, aside from that, if we're talking music wise, yeah, um, I don't actually think I have fully displayed um, what I want my message to convey as an artist. Right. Yeah. As much as I've been releasing music for three or four years, um, I still I still think that I've got a lot more to sort of give, and I really think. The next few sort of stuff that does come out, um, uh, but that I do release will sort of reflect all of what I feel um, my message is as an artist. Because yeah, um, over the last few years I've done a lot of growing, gone through quite a few different things, and you know your perspective changes that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, yeah, I just I just I just think that when when people hear the new music they'll they'll see all oh, right they will get they'll start to understand me as an artist a lot more yeah uh, and the message that i'm trying to sort of convey because i'm i'm all about sort of positive energy um um sort of good vibes uh, telling the truth even if the truth is ugly do you know what i mean I'm like talk your, talk, talk your talk your real your real truth um, regardless of if it's again if it's ugly or beautiful or whatever, so yeah, that, that's that's what I'm about really. So I hope that 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 sort of conveyed 
in the next continuing with the 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 theme of um telling the truth even if it hurts um and earlier on you mentioned like trying to make a career out of or taking music seriously and and putting your efforts in to make a career out of it what Mm. challenges if any have you faced as a black northern musician trying to make it in a mad industry um i'll tell you a funny story actually um when you're speaking of that basically i had a tune i think two years ago that i dropped called love and leave you so before um i was called natantu as an artist my stage name was devo um now the song that we released got quite popular especially down in london and we got a few radio interviews um and i got to one of the radio stations and they wouldn't let me in at first because they didn't know who I was. And I was just saying, look, I'm, I'm, I'm here to do an interview. Yeah. got a song, that kind of thing. And they were confused. Uh, even the radio production manager was confused because they thought that they had Santan Dave. Dave. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and then obviously they were like, oh, okay, we like the, the song anyway, but you know what I mean? So I did the interview, but it was a bit, it was a bit awkward. Um, <laughs> oh, God. It's a shame because... I, I lost the, the interview. I don't think they've got it anymore, but I lost the, the clip that uh, the interview. It was Damn. really awkward. Oh. Yeah, little things like that yeah. happen. But aside from that, um, yeah, just getting our names heard, because I think when people think of sort of Leeds, um, they especially if people outside of London who've never really been to Leeds, uh, um, sorry, outside of Leeds who've never really been to Leeds, they, they sort of think it's sort of, or countryside. Yeah, Emmerdale, um, Emmerdale Farm. All yeah. of that. So um, trying to sort of showcase and um, promote and push and, and show people that actually now th- th- this is one of the biggest cities in, in, in Britain, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's, um, it's very urbanised. There's a lot of culture there. In fact, it's probably one of the most multicultural cities like going. Yeah, it is, yeah. As much as much as it's multicultural as well, um, there is a very sort of proud Yorkshire identity. So Yorkshire if, stand up. Yeah, it doesn't really matter if you're black, Asian, white. You know what I mean? Any 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 sort of different um, ethnic minority or anything like that. If you're yeah. from Yorkshire, you're from Yorkshire, and, and yeah, and that comes first. Of, of, <laughs> you get me? So damn right. Um, so yeah, it's it's difficult, but slowly, but and but surely we are starting to break down those walls. Um, the Manchester artists are showing that, you know what I mean? Mm, for, yeah. for, for the Northern black artists, we can actually wave a flag and, and be counted as not just being a Northern artist, but being an artist that's from the UK right. on a national stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's of, a... um, sorry. Sorry. Now there's a lot of people coming through now and artists coming through now, which are building their own little small fan bases and um and making making uh like good earnings from from actually like putting music out to, yeah. to just a small cluster of people so i think you'll probably see in the next year or two if there's, there'll be one or two people from Leeds who really really like uh national household names um i don't want to name names but there's a few on my radar that i really like at the moment i don't know if people have heard of him, but you can name names if you want. Yeah, um, I, I like name. One name that comes to mind is Graft. Graft. I've worked with him before. Um, 
he won the Mobo Unsung Award last year, I wow. believe. So that's that's something that's pretty pretty big in terms of recognition. Yeah. Um obviously we've got dialect. Um he's been doing it for years. Yeah, yeah. Sort of uh, doing good things. There's a singer called Maya Craig, who I've worked with as well. Um she's amazing and her team are really strong. Like I know I know quite a lot of her team. Um, there's, there's quite a few D5s there's a rapper there's a new rapper who's come out he's just released the EP um, Denmark Creary um, he's a, also a, a, a sort of a rapper and an artist um, he actually he was he performed at the Mobos I think um, oh, okay. doing spoken word right um, when when it was in Leeds uh, 2017 or yeah a couple of years ago something like that but yeah, so there's there's a few people doing doing good things, and and there's so many other artists and musicians and stuff that I've not mentioned. Yeah, I've got just a, a few that sort of I listen to that are coming up. It's nice but, to um talking about like the Manchester artists and and obviously the Yorkshire artists and and beyond. Yeah. But for me, it's nice to finally hear um other accents. Yeah. So oh, there's an artist yeah, in Liverpool yeah. called A Star. He's yeah. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. his like yeah. I love his work. I love hearing his accent. Um, yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of artists like Case, one of my favorite artists from Sheffield. I love hearing his accent. Like, yeah. it's yeah. nice just to have a bit of diversity in in, yeah. in the music. Do you know? Yeah, nah, hundred percent. I just think like if you look in America, when um sort of hip hop and rap was sort of it started out, that was sort of like a East Coast thing, right? And then it slowly moved across America and, and then, then down south yeah yeah and so it doesn't really matter and now everybody's talking with a down south kind of yeah <laughs> yeah accent it, do, it really doesn't doesn't matter when people say that oh we can't understand you I just think like do you not speak English like come on <laughs> like, come on it's one of the this most is, beautiful that's just, that's just a cop out it's yeah, just a cop out yeah. just say what you really think about it well it's, it's like um it's it's that thing isn't it where it's I guess it's like when they say food you have to eat a certain food three times before you before you actually realize you like it it's yeah like, yeah because yeah, we yeah. are so underrepresented people don't actually they, they can't the the acts hearing the accent out of the blue is like what the hell is this? Do you know what I mean? But I yeah, think yeah. if the more we become represented, or the more various accents become represented, the more people will be accepting of it. I guess. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. And this is why I'm a supporter of anyone from sort of the north who who sort of breaking through because at the same time, like they might not be from where I'm from, the the city. Like they might not might be from Leeds, but. Yeah they're still representing sort of uh, the sort of flag that we fly as being Northern artists yeah. that don't really get a say in, in any of the, the stuff that happens in the industry. Yeah. So In the culture, you know, when we, yeah, say, yeah. when we say British or UK, we just mean, we mean London really, let's be real. So yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 it starts there and all of it starts there. But yeah, nah, I, I fully agree. I fully yeah. agree with you. Fully agree. Um, so with quarantine situations and stuff artists i know work digitally quite a lot you know putting your music videos out um mm. like recording and stuff how have you adapted if at all to to the quarantine situations and how do you think artists can adapt moving forward um i've spoken to a lot of musicians now and actors and particularly for me we're very unsure of how we're going to be able to go back to work in terms of theatres and, you know, social yeah, distancing, yeah. like going yeah, back yeah. into clubs, performing. Yeah. How do you think artists can adapt? 
So um, there's a few things that I feel I feel like every recording artist should should have or should be doing. Um, if you don't, then it's something that you might sort of take from this and be like, "Yo, okay, actually, I can I can maybe try to to work on this." So having your own setup to record is so important because it allows you to basically be able to still make material and still collaborate because right. people are, and producers are looking for vocalists are looking for vocals are looking for um, people to collaborate with and if you've got the tools to be able to make your material to sort of share and stuff it's you, you sort of you're already um removing one barrier yeah because and it doesn't have to be mixed down you, you, like you don't have to be a mix engineer you don't have to be um someone who who like polishes off the song or whatever all you need to know is how to record so you need a microphone yep. an interface and a laptop that can record um good sound good quality sound that's all you need so those are you don't even need an interface now you can get usb mics without USB interfaces mics, in, included this is yeah. what i'm saying usb and and, and the, the technology is improving all the time i literally just bought um a usb mic recently Nice. So it's it's the technology is improving all the time. So no one's got any excuses for for sort of not being able to create. Yeah. That's all you need. So the new uh, setup and little setup. Next thing I would say is um, have have a plan in terms of okay, we can't release this like this. So maybe we do it like that. If you don't have a camera to film yourself doing a music video, why not do a TikTok? Right. Why, not, why not? Why not make a song that that's short and sweet just for Instagram? Right. Why not um, use a phone to record your own music video and edit it in iMovie? Yeah. Um, it's it's hard times for everyone. Um, so even if the quality isn't as good as you'd like it to be, people are going to see and understand that because it's we're all in the same boat basically. Yeah. So, yeah. So having to sort of change your plans is, is something that um, obviously no one wanted to happen or you can anticipate it, but like for you to sort of carry on being creative, you got to do, you just got to do it. You got to yeah. do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Those are really um, good tips actually. And speaking about recording for um, like your videos on iPhones, there are special like movies, there are movies made on iPhones now and, 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 Film yep. fest, special film film festivals that are yep. you know like iPhone film festivals. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, I've got an app on my phone that that basically allows you to record high quality, high resolution, right. that kind of thing. So, like, yeah, just do some research and and find the apps that work for you and work for your phone and stuff. And yeah. Just get filming, get creating. So yeah, I I really think that technology now is allowing people to do a lot of stuff like for instance we're having this conversation you know exactly what I mean? we don't need somebody to let us in anymore we can do it our go. damn self there you go so, um all right so what should we look at what should we look out for what's coming up for you so at the moment i'm i am cooking some good material um i'm working on an album actually wow. um it's funny because i I've, i was holding back an album for about five years or so or something like that oh my God. thinking oh yeah i need to wait for the right time to release this five like, years jesus it's five years in the making it's been but um i basically went back to the drawing board you know again like i said before new perspective that kind of thing yeah scrapped everything and said right if i'm gonna be the artist that i want to be i'm gonna do 
what exactly what I want to do. And instead of doing singles and stuff, I'm going to start putting bodies of work out there because that's how I feel I can get my message across right. to people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this album I've been working on it for the last before so before quarantine. So maybe since December, okay. uh, it's nearly done. Oh, yeah. wicked! I'm putting the finishing touches on it right now, and then hopefully we'll have a release date um, in the next month or so. So yeah, look forward Amazing. to that. Amazing. Um, hit us up if you need to digital to digitally release it. We'll um, we'll help you put the word out. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. We're That's gonna show up. your That's clip uh, the Yeezy freestyle now. Yeah, um, yeah. that was that you just kind of posted the other day and I was like what is this this is amazing let's get it on the show um, so here's, here's um, Natantu with the Yeezy Freestyle um, you can see his socials here you can donate to him here follow him you can get in, involved with, um, you can follow him on Twitter Instagram you can get subscribe to his YouTube all the usual good stuff thank you, you so much yeah let's go yeah all I hear is talk about news, I'm too blessed to stress, can't walk in my shoes, I use Crepitec, can't dip like Jews, I do rep the set, I was born to kill tunes, I'm too fresh to death, nobody ever thought it was gonna be like this, Promontee got a nigga wanting to write hits, PPE to protect me from my pagans, DDT when I'm wrestling with Satan, all our leaks get spun like an atlas, don't move a bridge, that's cactus, dead on a man quick, money getting flipped, that's mattress, can't throw shade on my blackness, dark skin antics to way I wreak havoc on a Tracks be shook, not even if it's the fury could have matched these hooks. I'm a songwriter, hear my tracks keep up. Steady trying to run a game, no athlete's foot. Nigga, pass me the arcs, let me orchestrate. I can't be a fraud, I was born this way. Go and talk, get paid, and I'll go for your funds. Get to my face when they know you're the one. And I make beats like Polo the Don. You're trying to sing along when you don't know a song. Aim for the stars, you might go to the top. But when I shoot my shot, call me Logo LeBron. Stab me in the back, that's a wrong you regret. Balance with the rap, should have gone for the head. Man up if your bad brother come to the ends. Going callous when I snap, crackle, pop, and you're dead. Can't tell me nothing when I get my money right. All my niggas in Paris and we're getting fully hyped. It's a money heist, got a stack and make peas. Got a billionaire flow, bitch, I think I'm Yay Z. That is my boy, Natantu. Did you see the lighting design on that? Did you see the lighting design, my guys? Um, great advice about the doing it yourself kind of stuff. Like these are about a hundred quid. This is a USB mic. This is about a hundred quid. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't advise to get these. This is a Blue Yeti. You can get dynamic mics. Um, USB. You can get all sorts of USB mics that are really cheap. Um, and loads of kind of equipment if you if you want to do stuff yourself. It's really, really easier than you think these days. If anybody needs any help with tech support or anything like that, I will endeavor to do what I can. If you hit me up, I will try and help you out as much as I can. Um, thank you to all the new people who followed. Hi, welcome to Foot Culture. Um, please, everybody share the link. Um, just in case the stream breaks, make sure you've copied the link down. If you need to find a quick way to copy it, you can press Control C and then to paste Control V. Um, you can hit up Natantu at Natantu the Rapper on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you've got that furlough money, you can buy him a coffee. Suggested donations three pounds. Um, but please give what you can, if you can. If you can't, follow him, share his work. He's also on YouTube. You can subscribe on YouTube. 
subscriptions on YouTube. Let me explain subscriptions on YouTube and things like this, okay? If you've got no money to support people that you want to support, you can support by following, by subscribing. If you subscribe to people on YouTube, especially artists, they can eventually monetize their channel, which means that they can earn money by putting adverts on their channel. So it doesn't have to cost you anything to subscribe, but it eventually helps artists out. So subscribe, follow, do whatever you can. And if you can, if you do have that fair low money, buy him a coffee. Um, I'm going to go for a little tinkle now. So we're going to be back in five. Don't go anywhere. Get your drinks, get your snacks, do all the things that you need to do, but come back, share the link. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Some shit. Sat minding my own business. It's like man coming to come a dog or something. Must have shown me what time it is now. <laughs> man, I'll come on, plug your plug. For real. Teddy also went to the for Everybody and their nan knows what I does. For real. Come and find me in your plugs. I got the blower blowing up. Hello. I'm 
trying to bag a charger in the club. Can I use your charger, please? Me, I wear my darkers in the club. In the club. Mr. Meccabish, did yard smell of hoes. Goody gang. Man or bad, are you mad? Are you mad? Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Yo, where they at? Go and cause a problem where they trap. Go where they chill. Before we go, check the snap. Where they at? Yo, let me tell them what's going on, though. Man, a murder in the trap. For real. Nitty's putting Tina Turner in the ash. <laughs> Anywhere we there, turn it to a trap. Turn it to a trap. Worker in the front, burner in the back. <laughs> if I think your baby mother's bad, then what I'll I'll hit the DMs and I'll turn her to a house. Turn a person to a stash, to a stash. I'm just trying to turn a purple to a white. You understand, man? Trying to double up, triple up, triple up. For when it's time to have to go and dig it up, go get that cuz. It's time to show you what these digits does, you know. Been a minute since I seen a nigga, oh, nigga, see. Give a fuck, you can't sit with us, no. Check my steeds, don't make me go and pick some fish. Give up, baby, what you doing? Two twenty horses make them giddy up. Really, cause we off the city up, city up. Come on, up bad, are you mad? Are you mad? Before we go, check the snap, where they at? Yo, where they at, cause uh, Go and cause a problem where they trap. Oh, where they chill? Before we go, check the snap, where they at? Yo, where they at, cause Come on, up bad, are you mad? Are you mad? Before we go, check the snap, where they at? Yo, check that snap, check. Go and cause a problem where they trap. Oh, where they kick? Before we go, check the snap, where they at? Where them Hey, welcome back. Um, hi everyone, I can see the chat, um, it was it was stuck earlier on for some reason and I couldn't see what was going on but I can see you all now. Hi Martel, I hope you're doing well, sending all my love to you. Um, hi Fire, hi RJC, you're on next. Um, who else is in the chat? We've got Teen Scene in the house. Hi guys, um, make sure you share the link. Okay, our next guest um is very well known in the west yorkshire region our next guest is kathy williams from the rjc dance company now for those who don't know i mean who doesn't know but for those who don't rjc dance was founded in 1993 it's a popular and successful black british-led contemporary dance organization in leeds and um, based at the bottom, bottom of chapel town road Members Edward Lynch, Donald Edwards and David Hamilton originally co-founded Phoenix Dance as an all-male black dance company whose choreography was influenced by music and social dance styles of the time. What local black dance groups do we have now? I mean, there's probably loads at RJC, but in Bradford, in Halifax, in Huddersfield, like, I want to know. I'm, it's not a rhetorical question. I want to know. Hit me up. Um, these founders went on to develop their own distinctive styles and thus RJC was born. RJC Dance's commitment to developing and promoting black British choreo choreographic language seen in its title for, for reggae, jazz, um, but, oh, R for reggae, J for jazz, C for contemporary. Founding members also include DeNapoli Clark, Martin Robinson, Joe Williams, Holt at Joe and Kathy Williams. Um, in 2018, RJC Dance celebrated its 25th year and remained committed to vitality, active participation, creativity and renewal. Inspiring, nurture and developing the next generation of young black artists and practitioners. This is like the, the biog, but it says young black artists. Yes, that is the heart, but they include everyone. Um, above all, RJC Dance is proud to declare its commitment to enabling all children, young people and adults locally 
nationally and internationally to experience the sheer joy of black British dance, whatever their age, income or background. This is one of the companies that we must protect at all costs, okay? I had the pleasure um, of being a judge for Carnival last year. Um, and I wasn't allowed to tell anybody because, you know, you don't, you're not allowed favoritism and all that stuff. Um, but, but there, RJC's, RJC, um, won the youth, um, the youth, the youth group, was it? Yeah. Um, and their dance was sensational. You can probably catch it on their website or their YouTube. It was like knock your socks off sensational to the point where I got up out of my chair when I was judging and I don't even think you're allowed to do that. Um, but yeah, they are they are one of the hottest companies around and have been for a while. Okay, so let's get into the interview with Kathy Williams from RJC Dance. for joining us on Foot Culture Cafe. Really glad to have you. Um, firstly, how are you doing under quarantine situations? I think very well. Um, yes, I, I can only say very well. We're doing, or I'm doing what I can um, in these adverse conditions. Let's go back a bit. Can you tell us a bit about your creative history? Um, as as an artist and as a as a dancer yourself. Going back a bit, I'm only 21, Tanya. Oh well, you see. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so my creative journey started when I was about 10. So I'm I'm an Olympian. I competed in the 1984 Olympics in artistic gymnastics. I was the first. Um, black female to represent Great Britain and represent Great Britain at the Olympic Games as well. Wow. I then retired in my early 20s and thought, oh my gosh, what next? Because gymnastics had always been my life. It was in my blood. Mm -hmm. And um, it enabled me to travel the world. It enabled me to share and experience various other cultures and it was just a great it was just a great education through the art through sport to see the world and see myself as an individual within that world right. i then um i then went to the northern school of contemporary dance trained as a contemporary dance 
Dan Sarkin. Yeah. And then suddenly enough, I didn't go straight into a career in dance. I went to work for the BBC. Worked there in radio and television for three years. And then I decided mm, I want to be back into the arts. I was approached by Edward Lynch, who then was the artistic director of our JT Dance, but also a founder member of Phoenix Dance Theatre. He yeah. said they were looking for a female dancer and would I be interested? I said, oh my goodness, I haven't danced for three years. Um, I don't know if I can do this. They said, come on, come down, come to the session, and uh, the rest is history. Um, our JT Dance now has been in operation for over 26 years. Wow. Amazing. And what work do you normally do at RJC? So I know you work with young people quite a lot. Okay, so as um, so I started off as a dancer and then as the um, youth dance coordinator and now I'm currently the director of RJC Dance. And we work with young people between the ages of 4 to 19, and we also have an adult community um, group as well. Yeah. Um, just to flag up some, like, kind of current headlines, there was um, a, a recent TikTok video of a young lady in America called Morgan Elizabeth, and she um, just posted a... a, a a quick TikTok video of her Irish dancing. I think she's a, an Irish dancer. Um, I think she competes and things like that. And it kind of raised a lot of um, frustrations and tensions online. So the, the next question really is for me, why is it important for black and brown representation in dance? Because there is very little. Um, it is very important. I mean, RJC dance are a, a diverse organization. So the greatest case for diversity is embedded in all the work that we do. Yeah. So although we're coming from a black British perspective, what we do is for everybody. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it is not just uh, restricted to young people who are black or brown. Yeah. You know, it, it, is, it is for everybody. And it's very important for young people to be able to see themselves in what we do and even adults so yeah if you if you come to our christmas show which we have every year at the northern school of contemporary dance and hopefully fingers crossed we will be um presenting our christmas show this december 2020 at the northern mm-hmm. you will see a representation of everybody yeah all you know black white you name it um you will you will see that on stage it is important that we reflect society at large yeah the society we live in yeah that's right um and I, i've seen that that um rjc um been doing lots of lives so how has the company adapted to social distancing and what what kind of things have been putting in place okay challenging times so it was important for us to respond as quickly as we could yeah. to COVID-19. It was important that we were still communicating, engaging with um, communities um, and support in supporting them with their health, fitness and well-being. Yeah. And um, so as soon as we could, I think we locked down on the 16th 
16th or 18th of March and the following Monday we was online. It was important that we had that, if you like, that lifeline, that opportunity, that accessibility to yeah. to everybody, to the to the cultural sector and uh, to young people and adults everywhere. So yeah. we do know we are we are reaching the breadth uh, and um, of the world of the globe. Uh, yeah. we've, we've got people from all over. Uh, tuning into our online classes, which are free, and it's important as well that it is accessible and that it's free. Yeah. You know, again, they've got to be accessible. It's so important. So speaking about like keeping mental health and and mental well being up during these crazy times, um, who, which artists or practitioners have influenced your work, and and who can some people research if they've got time to research at home to kind of lift their spirits and stuff. I first got into the well. My first dance show that I ever saw was the Alvin Ailey show at the Alhambra. Um, are there any Absolutely. other practitioners that you that you that inspire you? Wow, um, Alvin Ailey. Obviously, their company would be obviously one. The Nicholas Brothers. If you, oh my goodness, if you Google the Nicholas Brothers, you will be there with your jaw on the floor. Absolutely amazing, inspiring, motivational, just, yeah, the Nicholas Brothers. Um, absolutely fantastic. And, and I will just say, you know, our homegrown talent, um, our founders, which I, uh, I need to do a shout out to, which is Edward Lynch. Can't forget anybody. Edward Lynch. Uh, let's see. Edward Lynch, Joe Williams, David Hamilton. Nelancy, um, sorry, Ganesley Clark, um, myself, Kathy Williams, uh, Martin Robinson. How many is that? How many of us? Have I said everybody? Donald Edwards. They were the original founders of RJC Dance. So um, if people want to contact you, they can contact you on their Facebook, on your Facebook. I'll be posting all your socials. Um, you're doing classes nearly every Nelanthe there, inspiring the youth. Um, I've never seen a troop leader quite like me, Nelanthe. Um, I should, if I'd have thought on, I would have added the carnival dance to the to the to the to the clip that you saw there. I'll try and add it at the end because when I tell you, thank you so much, Karen, for your follow. Thank you so much for your like. Um, when I tell you this dance was. I cannot explain how intuitive and of the time, like, y like you know when people come with, with tunes that are like, yeah, we've heard this tune five years ago. They came with new tunes that had just been released a month before to a fully programmed, oh, I'm telling you. So I'm going to add, I'm going to try and add that at the end. Um, let me try and show you. <laughs> Basically, you can catch them at RJC Dance um, on Twitter, on Facebook, on have they got a YouTube? I think they've got a YouTube. All their lives are on Facebook, and they do them quite regularly. Um, there is. Let me see if I can.
can donate to them. You don't have to donate to to RJC here. You can. They've probably got their own donations accounts if you follow them there. Um, as I say, follow them, share their work, go and see their shows when we're out of this nonsense. And I will try and add their video at the end. Hold tight, Melanthe, for that wonderful um, little excerpt there. All right, so last but not least, our next artist is somebody that I've known for a very long time. Um, mm. We met when we were doing 60 Seconds of Shakespeare with Chicken Shop Shakespeare. Um, she was a camera assistant on, on that. Um, she's a filmmaker in her own right. I mean, she makes music, she makes films, she she does everything, but I've not seen her in so long. But I saw that she was doing this project and I was like, Dalit, I need to get you on. This is amazing. Let's let's spread the word. So my next guest is Dalvia Sohal. I know her as Dali. Um, and she makes short films with um, young people and she's got um, a project on at the minute. So here is the clip. Everybody, welcome to Dalvia Sohal, my friend Dali. Um, she is a creative filmmaker and also does other things with the, within the community. And we're going to get into it. Dali, how are you doing in the in the quarantine? Oh my goodness me! So Tanya, it's been crazy. Currently still working. Um, I'm classed as like um, a key worker. Right. So I'm working for a charity organisation, Hamara Centre, and I'm just busy with work. It's yeah. literally non-stop, you know, helping the most vulnerable in the community and going out there and um, giving everybody a hand. Right. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's mental. It's crazy. We appreciate all the key workers. So thanks for all the work you're doing. Um, just oh, give okay. us a, a bit of create, a bit of your creative history. Like I know we met when we did uh, 60 seconds of Shakespeare. 60 seconds of Shakespeare with Chicken Shop Shakespeare. Um, but you're a filmmaker yeah. on your own, right? So just tell us a bit about that. So, yeah, I mean, um, so I've always been into creative stuff ever since I was young. I mean, I've always loved the arts, whether it's um, drawing up to graphic design. Once I'd like kind of mastered that, I thought, you know what, I need to go to the next level, get into the digital world. So then I decided to do my degree in digital media. And through that, I was learning about web design. Um, 3D imagery and filmmaking was something that really kind of caught my eye. I had um, a natural flair for it actually when I first started, you know, I picked up the camera quite comfortably and I started doing like filmmaking, getting proper the hang of it and also learning how to edit. It was something that was keeping me busy and I just really enjoyed it and it, it gave me another way to kind of express myself. Yeah. So after doing that degree, um, I kind of went on to working with a lot of youth so working in the third sector. So my journey at Hamara, I've been there for a number of years and I've gone on to do quite a lot of projects with youth. So we've done a couple of short films with them. So I kind of thought, how can I bring the filmmaking kind of side creativity to young people at the yeah. same time supporting them mm -hmm. uh, with issues that are rising within the community or that are happening just globally, whether it's um, poverty, um, CSE, it could be a mixture of things and whatever project I'd jump on, I thought, how can we get the youth to learn through a digital kind of platform? Yeah. So going into Hamara, we've done short films on um, 
family issues, how, you know, the differences between young people. Some people have families that come from strict background, strict background. Yeah. Um, some are quite lenient and letting the kids go out and others have like a kind of in-between. And how can we appreciate each other and how can we kind of show to each other that we understand that? So they did that for a film and that was called um, One Situation, Three Scenarios. And um, we had uh, a well-known actor who helped us with that, um, Liddell. Liddell oh, right, on that project and then uh, we did a fantastic film finished that and that got showcased at High Park Picture House also recently we had our I was on the child sexual exploitation project which is a very very sensitive subject yeah. and uh, to and also to get young people to be kind of creative with it was very it was difficult but I found a way eventually I thought the best way for young people to learn is through in a way kind of an imaginary world is putting themselves in that situation. How would you react? What right. would you do? How could you portray that? So what the young people did after a couple of workshops, it's a five, so looking at what the signs are of CSE, um, how to report CSE, um, and looking at all these kind of facts, they come up with a short film, uh, which is all directed and produced by myself and the young people. Right. And then... Um, and the short film um, also featured another well-known actor, Shane Welsh. Ah, oh, Shane, yeah. And um, he played the perpetrator in that. He came on board and he just loved the idea of getting young people to portray such a positive um, message about something so serious. Yeah. Um, so he come on board on that. And he also helped direct it. Like, we were talking about, you know, how are we going to get this message out? How can these young people understand it? What ways within acting and filmmaking can we show this serious subjects that's happening amongst um, our young people so um we managed to make that film it was meant to be a quite a short film about 10 minutes but it ended up being quite about 30 minutes long right and it was all all, all done in house by myself in terms of um the camera work and editing and effects etc um and after we'd done that, we'd ended up showcasing that at Hyde Park Picture House. We had like over 100 people attend that oh, wow. event. And um, we've got a lovely link with them. I mean, they're always on board with our projects with young people. But for me, with the creative kind of stuff, I because uh, I work so closely with youth, it's something that I'll never, ever just put to a side. I'll always bring it within a youth setting, get yeah. the youth, give the youth that platform, yeah. give them that encouragement, teach new skills, and let them kind of take it in, on board. Um, so yeah, that's where we're kind of at. And at the moment, so that was um, the last project that I'd done as, as a big filmmaking um, project. Now, yeah. now at the moment, um, what we're doing is we've got a youth positive destinations. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's on the Amara website and it's also a page on its own. And we've recently, it's a very brand new project and it's a platform for young people to get involved digitally. So whether that's through Zoom meetings, um, through creative challenges, it's giving them young people, especially in this time, I mean, from the young people I've been working with, even though I don't see them no more face to face in a youth um, youth club environment, yeah, we're yeah. still having phone calls. And what I've found is, you know, some people are picking up new skills, learning how to draw, playing a new instrument, learning to ride a bike, could be anything. Yeah. But it's that's what's keeping them sane and that's what's keeping them going. And we thought, let's put a platform together where they can showcase them skills right. and encourage other people. So what are you doing? So we're going to be kind of 
hopefully getting that to trend. So we're going to be using hashtags like what are you, hashtag what are you doing, hashtag youth, youth of Leeds, hashtag youth um, destinations. Yeah, youth project destinations, etc. But it's keeping that film element, and with now Snapchat and TikTok, they've got a little editing suite yeah, just yeah. there on in their hands, and it's getting them to use that in a creative way and, and and showing off in a sense, and letting other people know, guys, you can get involved as well. So that's what yeah. I'm kind of at, and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's amazing. We only set the project out yesterday, and already we've had um, seven shots video sent across to us which yeah, going on fast so where can people find out about your projects so you you're on i know you're on instagram and you say you're on the amara website as well what have you got the, yes. the website for that is it www so it's, um, the, the website yeah it's www.hamara.org um yeah. i think i'll Sorry. double check i'll double check and i'll put it on yeah, screen everyone so, the, so they um, can just check it, film some, film some stuff, and send it to they send it to you, yeah. Yeah. So there is a little outline of what's what's required. So yeah. anything between ten to thirty seconds long. There is a little script that I put together, so they could say something like, "Hello, my name is whatever their name is," and the age. They're the kind of two main things we want. Mm -hmm. And what I've been doing during this lockdown, and then present themselves in that situation, whatever it is they're doing. Yeah. If they're singing. If they're doing backflips, whatever it is, and then at the end of it, they'd come to the camera and say, "So, what are you doing?" So, ah, end, so you pass it forward. Always, we're passing it forward. Right. Yeah. So then a young person would look at that and then pass it forward. Yeah. And then that can be found on. So that page could be found on youth des youth positive destinations on Instagram. Yeah. And youth positive destinations on Facebook. Um, I'm sure we'll have the links available. Yeah, I'll, the I'll find them and I'll put them on. I'll put them online. Yeah. Um, we are going to show um, the trailer of your um, child sexual exploitation film at the end of this interview. Yeah. I was going to say thank you so much for coming on. I think what you're doing is an amazing thing. It's an amazing project. You're an amazing creative, and we miss you and hope to see you soon. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Thank you, Tanya. No worries. Um, so here is Dali's trailer for the short film she made on child sexual exploitation. Everybody, welcome. Whereabouts are you? Okay, well you need to come through the gates and I'm just like sat on a green bench. I swear that's Elena. Yeah, my sister, I think that's her. Who is it, who is it? Let it's me see then, friend. let me see. It's just my friend. I wanna see though, I'm it's your big sister. Friend. I can see your phone. Ciroc? Ciroc? Yeah. Wow. There's a um, wisdom in there as well, so um, not me strip, yeah?
What took you so long? What have I told you? I don't like being seen I'm in this area. Anybody see you? You can find Youth Positive Destinations on Facebook. I did have it um, uploaded, but it's gone. Um, so you can find them on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, their project, I think it's just based in Leeds, um, but you probably need to double check. You can find that all the, the details of their project for young people um, at Youth Positive Destinations. Um, and also, I remember Dali asking me a question because Dali's a girl gamer, right? And um, is it COD she plays or she plays she plays something and she's like, where are all the female gamers playing this game? And I'm like, you need to go on Twitch, love. So if there are any girl gamers or any blurs, as in black nerd, brown nerd, whatever, get on Twitch. Find me at Tanial underscore San. Tanial San. Um, when I made that name, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a, you know, a homage to Danielle San. And uh, 10 years later, it's not so funny anymore. However, um, Twitch is where all the girl gamers are and all the girl nerds are. So fine. So get on Twitch and hit me up. Yep. Dali, get on Twitch. Um, okay. So next, what have we got? That's the last of our artists, sadly. But there are a few things that I need to mention before we go. So let's go to our thanks first. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to Natantu, to Mudshah. Please let us narrate your um, comic. Uh, I'll get the actors together and we'll we'll sort it out. We'll work it out. Thank you so much to Dali. Thank you so much to Kathy and RJC and Alanthi, everybody over there. Thank you so much to everybody who donated last week. Um, you guys know who we, who you are. If you have any ideas for show, you can email us at thoughtculture at gmail.com. Um, if you want to share your work, you can you can contact us at the same email. If you want to support the creatives, you can you can send um, donations to our PayPal, which is fortculturewy. Um, sorry, paypal.me forward slash fortculturewy. Or you can just get in contact with them directly. Um, everything that we get is donated and shared between all of the creatives that week. Um now we've got a few things that we need to talk about before we go okay so i've said the thanks said the email um as i said this week's been a bit of a tough week so in terms of marketing um which i do myself I, i've not been able to do as much this week but all the info that i normally post for all the artists i will post on the facebook page so follow the facebook page um, you'll be able to see all their videos and all their links and all their projects that they're doing there. Um, before we leave, I want to talk about um, the possibility of an online version of Carnival. So most of you will probably know now that we don't have a Carnival this year. Boo. 
Um, there's none in London and there's none in Leeds. And um, there should be something, you know. We've got we've got this now. We've got we've got live streaming. We've got Zoom meetings. We've got all sorts of stuff. So Errol, if you're watching, and the rest of the Leeds Carnival team, let's put our heads together and and get something cracking. I'm sure we can figure a way out of this situation and create at least something for us regular carnival goers. Um, lastly, I just need to make a note that. You've probably all seen the news um, about the COVID situation right now. Um, sadly, 72% of all deaths in the NHS and care sector are from BAME communities. Um, BAME communities have been found to be two times higher risk at death um, by COVID in the UK. For various reasons, and hopefully there'll be an investigation, whether we need one or not. Um, but I just want to say to everybody from BAME communities, like, look after each other, look after yourself. Don't take this for granted. We are the most at risk under this virus. Um, but I don't want to end on a on a sad note at all. So I'm gonna leave you with the plush, wonderful cinematic settings of Natantu's video water and I will try and find the RJC dance troupe video from last year because it will burn your house down thank you so much to everybody for watching um, a little bit of a peel back show this week but next week we are coming with fire um, if you've got any comments feedback mm. whatever you feedback as we speak <laughs> if you've got any comments feedback ideas for shows email me contact me but we'll be back full force next week thank you so much love you all good night Tell me how you okay. okay. Tell 
dance video now so i was trying to do that while we were showing um natantu's video and that was a bad thing to do so hold tight while i do my little tech thing here uh wait there okay here we go are you ready i'm gonna play it
And that is why they won, or one of the reasons why they won. Um, the other reason was that on the um, on the on the way round, when they when they're doing the procession, they didn't they didn't drop for a beat. They kept that that same energy you just saw there was the whole way around the beat. Okay, and that is one of the categories when it comes to judging the show. So that is why they won. Thank you so much, RJC. Um, yeah, this is the end. Um, as I say, we've got a big show coming up next week. Love you all. Wash your hands. Look after each other. Wash your body. Good night. <laughs>